Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. outstanding grab. Pippen gets it back. I need a mark over. Hunt flies. Pedersen couldn't grab it. McDonald tackle. Can he get boot the ball? Oh, he's done it to McDonald. The scramble hill. Walters. Miss. Oh, oh my goodness. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is the AFL Round 14 wrapped. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week? Got to be the uh, Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Um, I figured one of you or both of you were going to mention that. I think both of us were planning on it. Um, If you haven't watched it, uh, spoiler alert or too bad, what the fuck ever. Um, Ricardo, 17th by about lap six, manages to uh, come all the way back and Bradbury it through. Mainly because uh, Sebastian Vettel lost his fucking mind and ran into the bloke ahead of him under a safety car, which now, he's done before. I know nothing about F1, but I saw it. He's, and even they were showing the, uh, or sorry, uh, had the uh, in-car mic playing. Yeah. He's like, he's just fucking brake-checked me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which, it, it, it's a douche move, but I, he didn't actually do a full brake-check because... Uh, the brake uh, didn't come on. He just didn't accelerate out of the corner like he expected him to. Right. And normally, uh, if you're wanting to let the safety car get a bit of a lead on, you'll do it on the straight. Like you'll just you'll weave and hold them up. Uh, holding people up on the corner is pretty dumb, especially because you get uh, loss of downforce, etc. Um, Speaking so, of dumb, yeah. So Vettel doing that and then goes around the side him and decides to bit of a shunt in the side. Just that a, that was a fucked up bit. Um, he was lucky not to get DQ'd. So that happened. That was great. Uh, Hamilton forgot to pin down his headgear so he had to come in and fix that up which put Ricardo in the lead and he was just fucking loving life after that especially in Azerbaijan it's not what they expected to win they expect to win this whole season and um, to come through in true Aussie style and Bradbury style it was very <laughs> yeah. very impressive he, he, he got lucky but the, the race was brilliant uh, there was always stuff happening uh, Lance Stroll was second for most of the race or most of the last stint and uh, unfortunately got pipped on the line, but he's 18 years old, son of a billionaire, mum's a massive fashion designer or some bollocks. He's got a hard life. Yeah. Um, it's been tough. It, it did get harder because uh, up on the podium, Ricardo was taking it pretty easy, and then during the interview, uh, David Coulthard decides to get down on one knee and undo his shoes. So uh, everyone knew what was happening next. Uh, Bottas got the fuck out of there. Yep. And uh, <laughs> poor old Lance Stroll was given... No choice. Uh, he had to do a shoey in front of everyone, point where he actually spat out little bits and said there was dirt in there. Yep. There's a bit of an alpha male move, that one. I like it. <laughs> bit of toenail. Um, but, so, yeah. Depending on where they are in the world, I, mean, I don't know what the drinking age is in that country. But Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that country is, uh, if you've got money, the rules don't necessarily apply. Probably that so, as well. So yeah. every country, pretty much. Pretty much. It's a Middle Eastern country that sort of is wedged between Asia and... and um, Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough. Funnily enough. So and, that was amazing. See, what I, again, I don't know anything about F1, but what I don't understand is I hear everyone say how Ricardo is the best driver, and yet this is the fifth race he's won in his career. Yep. Like, how shit 
does his car have to be? If he's the best driver and that's all he's ever won. It is pretty ordinary. Um, you know, then, a lot of it is based on car. They've got a, a really decent chassis, but a shit engine. Then why don't the car, the teams with the best engines go, you know what, he's the best driver. We should pay him. Yeah, well, it's just politics, really. It's okay. uh, a matter of uh, contracts and which, which drivers are available at certain times. And also, um, I mean... It's always a matter of perspective, really, about who really is the best. So every team's going to say their driver's the best, unless yeah. they're really undeniably shit. And um, Lance Stroll, up until now, has been undeniably shit. Yeah. So it was quite amazing to see him actually snag yeah, a podium. It was good to see him in the uh, instantly when they go into the recovery room. You see him yep. there talking with Bottas, going, "Oh, you're right near me," and you went, "Yeah." He just got me, man. So, so Brent, Brenton, you got a beer of the week before you get into your highlight? I do, I do. So uh, this week's beer of the week is, it's getting into winter now, so you start heading towards your darker beers, and I've something stouty, something to warm you up, but um, a lot of people are little bitches when it comes to stouts, so I've gone one that's <laughs> just uh, an entry level into the stout. I've gone for the Old Wives Ale Full Moon. They've um, okay. just released their American stout called the Horn Swatter. We had a launch for it at the pub on the weekend, and it was good fun, and they released some of their core range. But actually, redid the recipe a little bit, just re refined it, Touched it up, made it a little bit less bitter, uh, a little bit more malty. So it's a black IPA. So perfect way just to ease your way into winter before you start hitting all the barrel-aged high percentage stuff. Does it taste like liquid Vegemite? No, it doesn't. It's it good. Does it's it come a- with a head you can eat with a spoon? No, not unless not unless uh, you want it that way. But um, it's a good way just to, before you steak it, before you, you steak breakfast you have on right. a Sunday morning with your, when you're recovering. This is the one to get into it, and you finish off with a nice barrel-aged stout, which will probably be the beer of next week. <laughs> I'm tipping. Right. And your highlight? My highlight is uh, going across the UFC, a very uneventful card. It's pretty funny how our, our highlights tend to be F1, F1 UFC related. Yeah. <laughs> it shows what sport sport is going on at the moment. But um, there was a really insignificant card in UFC fucking bumfuck Idaho yep. somewhere. Um, Kiesa versus Lee as the yeah, headline. headline. I think they had decisions up until like the third fight of the main card or something right. like that. But anyway, two of the chicks fighting, Fleece Herrig and Justine Kish. Yep. Neither are really sort of uh, pushing their way up to the top of the, the rankings, I must say. Well, Fleece Herrig seems more interested in her Instagram influencer yeah. status. And I mean, you hear the term kick the shit out of someone a lot thrown around these days. Uh, she actually literally choked the shit out of this girl. Literally did. So sunk in the... the no, it wasn't a really naked choke. Was yeah, it really no, that's, it was how, that's how she finished. Oh, it. I finished. No, yeah. it was before that though. She was in side yeah. control, and all of a sudden you see this other mark that's on the yeah. on the canvas there. It's not blood. Not blood. Yeah, and it's not not uh, not like it wasn't well, hidden. It was I, all over the canvas. You say it, it was. You mm. know, uh, Josh, you've got kid a kid. I've got kids. I've seen that accident happen yep. before. Yeah, yep. happens many times. Yeah, um, but I like that. Uh, so what's her name? Justine Kish. Yeah, uh, she owned it on Twitter and just said, you know, I'll come back better than ever. Shit happens. Yeah, <laughs> I'll kaka Kish. Oh, that's what you've got to do. And I mean, there are pretty. She's not joining like a, a down and out club. We've had um, uh, fucking Tim Silver, Tilvia, yeah. who's literally shat his pants in pride. Nice big stain there. Um, not Hector Lombard. Who's the other um, Cuban fella? Oh, uh, Joel Romero. Yo, yeah, yeah. He took a nice big turn in his pants versus uh, someone. I think uh, famously John Cena said he shat himself once Yep, um, in, in the ring. Yeah, and I mean, it's unusual. Wrestlers all done that on the couch at home when they're passed out, but not usually <laughs> in the ring. Um, yeah, so yeah, the footy this week's been going to be pretty interesting. Lots of close games. I'm pretty happy that Richmond aren't involved in any of those close games. <laughs> but uh, one of the toughest things that happens is that when I do the intros for each episode, it's easier when there's a close game because yep. you're just like, all right, sweet, that's going to be the sound grab. Now I feel like we need a longer intro just to put all these close finishes in. and different sound bites in there. <laughs> just, just pick the one. Yeah, but on sound bites, 
one gripe, AFL website, and I'm sure everyone's going to agree with this, do a shit job on putting content online. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. Especially on their YouTube channel because if I'm going to rip off some sound bites, I'll rip off from the <laughs> from legitimate source. But then I'll put in enough shit on there that I've got to actually go and try and rip off the streamable sound yeah. which usually has a glitch in it. So um, get your shit together, AFL, YouTube. I really don't understand the, the digital last, age. The yeah. last 12 months, they've really gone hard in um, cutting out all the other content that other people have put up there. Yeah. I thought, dude, that's just a dumb idea. Yeah. Because they're promoting it for free for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like my intro is sort of an uh, example of that. It makes yeah. it really hard to put some interesting shit in an intro. So... Had to go with um, Wheeler Walker Jr. last week with a bit of fuck you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, my highlight of the week, um, I bought a, a, a new laptop finally last week and got, yep. you know finally got it home and all set up and everything. Um, and the day after I got it set up, the Steam sales start. Ah, so how good is that? I, I'm a patient gamer, um, as in I don't play the latest games. I play the games that came out two or three years Me ago. Me too. I like the random indie games you get. Like I had Car Mechanic Simulator for like two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, I'll get that. Well, that game was actually awesome fun. Too. It was actually it was educational. Um, <laughs> so I had a choice: do I go GTA Five or Fallout Four? Because yep. they're my two favorite franchises. Yep. Steam sale comes on, get them both cunts. Oh <laughs> shit! Did a, when was that? Like, it's on now. Sweet, because I actually came to the same crossroads last or week before last, where I'm like, I want something to play, but I'm in the category where I can't be too involved because I don't want to yeah. put that many hours into it. So something in the middle, like GTA is always this good call. But looked at the price, I was like, fuck that. It's Seventy bucks. Then the bundle of like GTA San Andreas, yeah, GTA yeah, Three, yeah. and uh, Vice City in there. It was like fifteen bucks. I'm like, well, that's my jam now. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. One of them doesn't work on my computer, but hey, I've got, I've got two two out of three. Two bad. Others, exactly. Yeah. Um, I like GTA Five a bit better though. Yeah, and there was this other one game. Um, it was a, a a war simulator on the Vietnam War. Okay. I'm like, this is a game me and my missus could enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Multiplayer. Okay. Yeah. People need to know that your missus is Vietnamese. Yeah, I think exactly. we said it once or twice, but <laughs> yeah. otherwise that, that joke doesn't make sense. <laughs> and I was thinking about it, like, or she just she yeah. really fucking racist. She fucking <laughs> loves that war. <laughs> it reminds me of the time we were going camping. I think I've told the story on the podcast where go again. Where we were going along. I can't remember somewhere in the Alpines, and I was thinking, now nah, we'll just go driving we'll be able to go off road and um we'll find somewhere you yep. know this camp not in the alpines because there's trees either side of the road forever right and so i'm like fuck it's getting dark found this little dirt road to go down it was off one of the main i'm pretty sure it's called old dandong road or dandong road or something like that right. i've tried to find it but i can't find it again anyway it's this literally next it's like a cliff face more yep. or less all i can see is on the left hand side is is a canopy of trees and the trees right. on my right hand side are at least probably 40 meters tall so yeah. this has got to be obviously a huge drop down yep and so i'm like fuck this is precarious like going yeah. slow as shit get to this little opening but which turned out to be in the middle of the that little road i'm like all right baby we'll stop here we'll camp then we'll wait till the sun comes up then we'll actually figure out where we can go and like, yep. where, what's the best place to actually camp for for good and she's like nah can't do it here I'm like what do you mean can't do it here she's like well we're, we're blocked off like you got people block off one side people block the other side and then we're fucked like baby we're in, a, we're in the middle of nowhere. This is a Wednesday night. Like, <laughs> what people are out waiting for us to care so they can rob us? Like, and secondly, we've got fuck all to rob. They're not the caravan. They're going to make the same treacherous drive. No one is up for this drive. Trust me. Like no, still made us move. Still yeah. made us move. Second that, I still remember playing paintball with her friends. Worst experience ever. What, they, Worst. Were digging, they were digging tunnels? No one runs. Exactly. No one runs anywhere. Everyone just camps out. Camp. Just waits. <laughs> and I'm the, I'm the only person that goes, all right, fuck it. I'm going to try and make something happen. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Straight away. Yeah, and that was your own team. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, true to form. So, yeah. I don't know where I was really ended up with that one, but... But anyway, so when I got these two games, I realized that how much the gaming experience has changed for me now. Because they're on PC, obviously. Yeah. Took me uh, three hours 
to find all the mods I wanted. <laughs> Another yeah. three hours to download them all and then to install them all to make sure they're all working. Yep. So yeah, before I actually got to play, it was another couple of days. That's yep. 90% of the game now. Like, But um, you can't, I can't play without mods anymore. No. Yeah. I got uh, XCOM 2 a while back and they made a Long War mod, which uh, is pretty much a whole other game as well. There's mods for new weapons, new people, everything. And it's, uh, it's all for free. Yeah, people, exactly. That's yeah. what I, People are doing it just because they love gaming. Yeah, cool. Yep. And, you know... Nothing better to do. I guess. Anyway, and I bought Rocket League. I know you've always been talking about we're going to play it one day. Yeah. You know, make a clicking balls team. But anyway, I've ne- I haven't played it yet, but I bought it. So yeah, well we can we can play the beginner league and uh, <laughs> we can talk shit to some twelve year olds, <laughs> Mark Hunt style. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is those cunts beat you. Yeah, I know, but we can win the shit talking war. I don't know about the victory. Absolutely. Oh, the Shao Sonnen. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we can do that. As you said, it was one of the closest rounds of all time. And I think somebody put up, we've had more games decided by less than a goal this year than any other year since the AFL era. I believe it. And there's still seven rounds yeah, to go. So I'm not fact-checking it, I'm just believing it. I did yeah. see someone on Reddit put up, uh, it's still mathematically possible for every team to finish on 11 wins and 100%. Yeah, well, that's just stupid. Why no, I won't. I've, I think... Uh, Collingwood need to lose by 202 points exactly. or something. I don't but know. we'll start off on Thursday night last week, and Hawthorne, well, the first time I've ever tipped against Hawthorne by 100. Yep. And they get up by 14. And we copped some shit for it too. Yeah, I did. And, <laughs> and deserved it. I mean, yep. what else can you say when you tip against your side yeah. um, by 100, and they they do it good. Um, I, got, I got five this week, and I was pretty happy with that. But, yep, uh, that's some, amazing. Some motherfucker got eight. Nah, they're cheating. And took over at number one in the uh, the office tipping comp. I'm pissed. Like, yeah. you, get eight, you know, fuck all. How the fuck are you even up there? Exactly. That, that's somebody who's just um, taking the piss. Yeah. Oh, I think I got four, and I was lucky to get them. See, I use the same theory, theory for my crap Super League um, percentage at the moment, yeah. which is uh, I haven't won a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how good was uh, having Hodgie mic'd up? Yeah. Because they've done that a few times this year and it's been absolute crap. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oi. Oi. Yeah, I think I remember Get Maxi, over there. Maxi Gorn got uh, mic'd up in about round three or four or something. That's yep. all he did. But, I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. Um, I thought that was the first one where this is actually educational. Yeah. Um, and gave people a different side to the game. And you see why, you know, the Hawthorne was so successful back in the day because yeah. uh, Sam Mitchell Jordan Lewis would be exactly the same yeah. maybe we was telling off Tom Mitchell in the in the <laughs> fucking tore him dugout. down didn't he? Yeah. no mate you fucked up yeah. go back and don't do it a fucking end yeah. oh well I wonder where he'll go next year then he, I think he might retire <laughs> he might be done be coaching somewhere you will go to, go to media um, so what did you make of the game? I thought it was fantastic I thought it looked like um, you can actually put some stock in the youngsters of the Hawthorne team um, obviously yeah, it was the up. it was the Tagging out Sloan, like it's always been key. Sent to Crow. Daniel Howe to him. Yeah. Who's never tagged anybody in his life, no, as far as I know. Did do some it was a team effort, right. too. They were yeah, always yeah. roughing him up around the stoppages. And I mean, Sloan did kind of fall for it as well. He was, looked like he was trying to get even and, you know, just bully back a little bit. But really, you just got to be a couple of steps ahead and think about how you're going to get the next ball because that's what is forces them to be on the back foot as opposed to you being reactive. Yeah. I mean, they've got some bigger bodies in the midfield that can go and be the protection for him. You know, yeah. the. Uh, what was his name? Charles Oakley to Michael oh, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, way back in the day. You know, even the Browns to Ablett. Um, the Crouch brothers and um, uh, Thompson, who's still in the playing yeah, in the samples. It, it looks like they've just put a line through him for the year, which yep. doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, um, but for the Crows, I thought uh, Greenwood was their best player. He did yeah, brilliantly. Yeah. Did play well actually. Kicked a couple of nice goals and yep. gave the little wind up on the side as well. Yep. I thought mate, might, might wait until you're yeah. a little bit further in front <laughs> That's for that. Exactly. What I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but you can tell he's been planning that one for a long time, man. When this goal it's, comes, <laughs> yeah. um, it does. He's 
managed to pull off that amazing feat of being a mature age rookie yeah. and still looking 12 yeah. in the face. <laughs> Such yeah. a baby face. Yep. And uh, basketball background, of course. So, you know, he's got fans there already. Yeah, and it just goes to show that if you finish in the top eight this year, anyone has got a chance to win this flag because it's always it's that yep. open. If there the Hawks can go across there and beat the Crows, then anything is is possible. But they didn't do it like you, everyone. I'm guessing you're the same as everyone else. We're expecting that second half. All right, here we go. Yep. The Crows are going to really put Especially the foot down the third and quarter. turn around. Yeah, but they found a way to always stay in the game. And, yeah. and it wasn't like it was just one or two people. It was everyone just playing their part. Someone would fall off a little bit. Someone would pick up their pace. Like even Roughhead in the in the forward line did lots of um, sort of goal assisting yeah. or things like that. Just that secondary effort. Which made a huge difference. It was Bergwijn and Birchall, though. Um, yeah, they made yeah. the difference. And Birchall, with his use of the ball, was just amazing. And, and Bergwijn is just the, you know, uh, keeps going from strength to strength. He's a, they say wily veteran. Bergwijn is very much that. Yeah. Every time I saw him tackle, even after the players disposed of the ball, he's put that player to the ground. Yep. Um, and he's but he's done it in such a way that the umpire won't quite give a free kick. I think he gave away one, but. Uh, out of six tackles, which all of them were like that, that's pretty smart. Yeah. And I found Hawthorne just played a really smart game and be able to nullify Adelaide's counter-attack game, which has yeah. been a very sort of one of their most legitimate sources of goal. Is it's that quick over the top, run yeah. down, and you get Jenkins with a free goal inside the goal square. What Watching the final quarter, though, it was astonishing how much Adelaide were not running. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. So they managed to shut it down. Um, they always had to look sideways when they, when they got the ball instead of going forward and knowing what the option yeah. was straight away. But the amount of times Hawthorne got over the back of them. Like, if you're a backman and your opponent gets goal side by 10 metres, you fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and it happened repeatedly. It was, I was going to say, the last quarter was Hawthorne's biggest scoring quarter as, yeah. as well. So, And just young legs running through that game, I thought. Yeah. Like uh, Ryan Burton. Ryan Burton. Yeah, well, the, after last week, and I said he's probably the favourite for the uh, rising star, yeah. he goes out and has his best game for the year. Yeah, and decisively, he almost wins the game for him in that fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, standing, he was standing Taylor Walker, kicked just as many goals. So yep. when your full-backs kick just yeah. as many goals as their full forward, you've had a good night. Yep. He's not doing his role. Fucker. <laughs> um, speaking of young legs, Jackie Lever can uh, can he play in the midfield occasionally? Yeah, he does. I think so. Yeah, million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I tell you what, worth it too. Yeah. Um, on to Friday night, and Essendon lost the unlosable. Oh my god, this unbelievable, was brilliant. How good were they? First off, to get back <coughs> into the game because they were dead and buried. Um, you know, nearly at three quarter time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and again at 15-minute mark of the uh, fourth quarter, and again at the four well, minutes no, to go of the fourth quarter. Essendon were gone. Essendon yeah. were gone You know, with, with about four minutes to go in before three-quarter time. Yeah. Kicked the next six or seven in a row. I think and it was went, seven. And went, ah, we got this, we're done. <laughs> yep. ah, put the cue on the rack. Uh, we're, we're good. The, the funniest thing was at lunchtime, uh, I was at the pub having a steak and a, a pint with uh, a few of the lads at work, which is, you know, great Friday tradition, I reckon. Um they had the 96 prelim on, which was the, the plugger yeah, the point plugger after one. the siren, yeah. right. um, which everyone will obviously remember. And uh, to see that, which was you know one of the fairy tale endings between those two teams, and then you see this again, and I think this was better. Like, granted, not a final, but in terms of excitement of the last second, fuck. Yeah. It still sucks that, that a team that kicks 20 behind still gets rewarded with a win. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but on that, I mean, like, Buddy kicked North goal six. Yeah, but had a pretty good game. I thought he did too, and like like it always is when Buddy's not kicking goals, he actually pushes up the ground and has effect. Yeah, like well, he's very good at setting up his other players, and with that midfield that runs straight through the middle and they're all goal kickers, it makes a big difference. Yep. He's still in the Coleman race, and he's leading the league in score involvements. Yeah, really? because uh, because yeah. the ball goes through him that bloody often. Yeah, yeah, like, but, he is Jordaning this fucker. 
Yeah, yeah. He's I still say he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. The fact that he's what is he thirty one now? Got six years to go. Thirty one. In terms of impact on the game, I honestly yeah. don't see how you could argue any any full forward and even at centre half forward, you'd have to put him against Carey. Well, I think he's the more influential, especially in his 30s. I think he might have more goals than Kerry already. I think he would have. If not, he will have. Yeah. What, what is amazing is, you know, especially that key uh, position, he's still as good now as he was in yeah. 2008. Mm. And he's really one of the last true, I mean, obviously he's full forward, but he can play that centre forward role yeah. with, with a, not actually being relevant at this point in time in the competition. Well, it's the mobility for his size as well, like, yeah. and agility. Like his yeah. first step is ridiculously fast. Like it's NFL level. Yeah, and then it, you talk about his agility, and it's wide receiver, and it's yeah. just it's not going away. Yeah, it's just that's what's so amazing. about No, him. what a cunt. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I feel like. Instead of having to send our forwards now, we've got just uh, forward flanks become more prominent because you haven't need a goal down the middle is not really there, and if it is, then you get slaughtered. So if you manage to push them wide, you need that mark outside on those on that forward flank to be able to set up your entries into into the forward fifty. And um, there's not many people that can have that strength to have that pack mark and also have someone kick to in the forward yeah. fifty which um, Sydney have seen to do in the last four or five weeks. Yeah, well, Sydney have had a, a history of fantastic full forwards. Yeah. But in the modern game... From other clubs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of them. But in the modern game, if you're picking a, pl- a player to play now, of all time, still Buddy. Even yeah. though Plugger's in there, even though Barry Hall, oh, Warwick Capper, no, Without a doubt. Yeah, I don't think... Buddy pro- Franklin's, even in their prime, better than them. Uh, maybe only Gary Ablett Sr., yeah. who could play today because yeah. of his athleticism. Yeah. yeah, but, but even, I mean, like Dunstall, Plugger, I even don't so, think Modra. I still think Gary Ablett Senior's area of influence was much, much narrower than Buddy Franklin's. Uh, his uh, years, no, like, like as in, in the, the zone he, oh, the yeah, zone yeah. he could influence the game in, which was pretty much from the full forward line to the fifty meter arc. Yeah. Whereas but Buddy, but if could you go the whole arc. But if you over. take three dimensions, um, Ablett's would certainly higher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. And off the field, yeah. I reckon he was higher too. Definitely higher. <laughs> the, the, Buddy the might cubic... give him a shake. <laughs> Still no dead hookers in his hotel room. Yeah. yeah, no. I think she was a hooker. The, the night's young. night's young. Um, on a cleaner note, Isaac Heaney, I thought uh, 21 touches is all he had, but he was clearly yeah. the best on ground. Yeah, and not afraid to go there and start a bit of biff too. I mean, not, not actually throw the punches, but cause it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a little bit of mongle about him, which I like. He does. He's a little bit of arrogance. I hate it when it was against Richmond, but now I like it because we don't play them again. So. <laughs> what I also liked was uh, the post-match. Um, John Longmire has been criticised by people uh, in this podcast uh, about not having a plan B, and his plan B worked quite well. But in the post-match, he's gone, yeah, it was uh, Dewey's idea to throw uh, Reedy <laughs> back there. He's like, mate, you, you've just upped his his um, bargaining power for his job next year. Yeah. I, I think Stuart Dewey's always had that uh, uh, I know ability as well as that price tag. Yeah. Um, because uh, if you remember the 08 grand final, and they, same thing happened actually on the Sunday footy show. They said Clarkson, you know, moving Dewey forward, brilliant move in the third quarter. Yeah. He goes, I didn't tell him. Yeah. <laughs> he just fucked <laughs> off. He just did it. He moved yep. himself forward. Yeah. The problem is, though, I think Longmire was talking about too much. He might have his job. Well, I've been saying there's a Collingwood job that might be up for grabs. Yeah. And to be fair, that is two weeks in a row that Reed's played like sort of that very good stop back. Yep. Uh, role where taking big marks in important positions. But let's be honest, Essendon threw it away. They, yeah. they had four yep. or five moments there that they go, that was the dumbest decision I could have yeah. made. Yeah. Kind of pissed off though that even though Essendon fucked this up, still somehow, you know, people managed to hang shit on Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. There was a whole uh, whole bunch of chatter about Sydney geez, Richmond away way strip. Why have they put the red sash on? <laughs> yeah. Sydney like, playing Richmond twice in a row. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, this how this this is what it feels like to be Richmond. I'm like, you're fucking Essendon. What are you talking about? <laughs> go fuck yourselves. Yes. <laughs> Uh, 
on the Saturday, Collingwood uh, outclassed um, by Port, and Robbie Gray was really the difference. Yeah, well, is he, is he five goals, six goals. Look, I'm, I'm not pretending I'm an AFL level coach, but if some cunt's fucking playing like he does, put someone on him. Uh, didn't have a choice; they, they they couldn't stop him. Put two people on him. Fuck it. Yeah, no one. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, see, the obviously Collingwood are in a weird position where. They're not getting the results that I think the squad really deserves, and it's just having the people in the park. So at what point do you switch it off and go, all right, we need to have some drastic changes here? Because they've still got consistent performers. Like Vasolo is still putting in his 100% effort every week in, um, and they've still got people in the park that can build a team around them. Even in this, I think that they were just contained, though. I mean, it, yeah. I, I agree with you. Like They've got the list they wanted. They're missing a couple of bookends. Yeah, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think you can blame injuries five years in a row. Yeah. But if, if that is the case, then your training program is wrong. Yeah, and you've got um, Grundy in the ruck who's been having the best like, year of his whole season. Yeah. I tell you what, that mark, yeah. like, it, it's going to be the second best mark of the year yeah. behind Howes. But for me, I like it better than Howes. And that might just because um, I've seen it before from Howes. Yeah, I haven't seen this from it. Grundy before. And yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. Um, instrumental too in the whole, whole game. But yeah, I'm having a look at the stats here. Um, the top six possession getters were all Collingwood. Which yeah. just says that how sideways they had to go, That's which is it. how disciplined the defence was from Port. Just but pressure I, on the ball, ca- ball carrier. I think too the uh, handball from the back of the the stoppage has been a Western Bulldogs hallmark for last year. So play, uh, teams have looked at that and then decided uh, on ways to counter it, whereas yeah. some teams looked at it and decided to emulate it. But uh, every team's caught up with it now. So I think overusing the ball like Collingwood did. Just puts themselves under more pressure. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's changed to that sort of direct short passing now as a way to weave your way through there as opposed to um, the handball and run. And I figure you just jump over that wall that's sort of creeped in closer to the actual yeah. contest. Fuck, that's dangerously insightful. Shit. Uh, it's the Kaiju crush. <laughs> we, we, we best move on then. Yeah. Um, uh, the other game, we won't talk too much about it. The Lions and the Giants. I mean, Giants were too big, too strong, too powerful. And, none of, and none of us watched it, let's be honest. No, no I watched uh, quite a bit of it. It was Fair actually... Not, Brisbane were looking okay. Uh, they've looked embarrassing at stages, but this one, all right. But I mean, once Beams has gone down, you, you really left with, without much. That was you? the problem. At yeah. the time, I thought it was a collarbone. Yeah. Well, it's his shoulder, so he's looked like he's out for a month anyway. So how many, uh, does Mumford get to paint uh, Skull in his jersey or something? <laughs> another one? He'd be running out of room, I think, by now. <laughs> um, and Dylan Shield had another great one as well. Yeah, um, he, he, quality, quality player. Like, um, a- any team would love to have him in the side. Yeah. And uh, you're doing all right when you've got uh, three blokes that have kicked four goals each. Um, Cameron, mm. Patton, and, and Green. And, and one of them is Petrie. Oh, that's next game. Next game. <laughs> <laughs> Later on. Yeah. Um, any, any more about Giants Lions? No. Uh, Heath Shaw. Uh, his, uh, was it 250? 250? Yeah. 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 Um, right, the press conference is better than his game. Yep. <laughs> so he gets it. He's enjoying his footy, and fair play to him because he's in a fucking fantastic side. Yeah. He's in great form. Uh, I did see after the match he offered uh, his Heath Shaw 250 boots, barely used. Because <laughs> he had a quiet one. Uh, it must be kind of a, it's great to enjoy the 250 games, but when you've had a shit 250th, you must kind of be like, uh, lads, yeah, yeah. But uh, you, like you said, at a shit one, they won by 10 goals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think all he did is, thanks lads. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, I'm sure, at, at, oh, I mean, how old is he? I'm going to say at his age, he couldn't give a fuck. Old. He's happy to get out of there again and uh, get away the win. Yeah, he must be 29. The thing is, pre match, you would say, you know, uh, Giants letting uh, Brisbane score 12 on them, that's that's above par. You wouldn't 
be happy with that as a backman. But then you, your team can rebound and score 22 goals. Yeah. It takes this thing out. Yeah. You're not super fast. Does yeah. all right. And they uh, crawl back to on top of the ladder again, the Giants with that big win. Um, on to Bulldogs versus North in the game that I decided to boycott because both teams were shit last week. Um, turns out they put on an all right game. Oh, look, the problem was that there were 19 men on the field for the Bulldogs and only 18 men all. <laughs> are we going that route, are we? <laughs> oh, honestly, I can't see how anyone can argue it. Um, and look, I'm not. There's I'll, no bias. I'll argue against it, even though I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, a bias factor because umpires umpire as they see it. There's, I've no doubt that they're professionals as they can be. But the thing is, when you've got three umpires, and one umpire is in charge of a zone in the forward 50, and he's paying everything and the other umpire down the other end isn't as likely to pay, then that team has an advantage. And Chris Dolan was doing this all fucking night. At one stage, it was 16-2 to two that he was paying to the Bulldogs North, which when your your area of operation is in the Bulldogs forward 50, it's going to happen. Forwards get more free kicks than backs. It's just That's the way it happens. And when you're a Bulldog member. Yeah. <laughs> hmm? oh, I don't know. But, um, yeah, honestly, some of the calls were utterly baffling. Some were there, but weren't being paid in the reverse. Um for example, in the first quarter, there was uh, Thompson chopped someone's bicep, which is absolutely there. Happened. But then three kicks later, it's down the other end, and Majak Dor gets hit in the bicep by a guy looking the other way, and nothing's paid. Um, that makes more than a point difference, as far as I'm concerned. And then you've got the uh, the Higgins incident, which um, when you've got a, the ump 45 metres away, counting down, because there's no shot clock on the on the board, uh, Higgins can't hear it. Red, uh, Stringer's closer to the ump, hears it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Runs in, tackles him. Doesn't was, even know he's there. Why was the shot clock not on the board? Because it's less than two minutes to go. Oh. They don't do it there to, because Ben Brown fucked yeah. it up for everyone. No, it was Mason Wood. Oh, Mason Wood, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um... So the, the I, I don't know the actual rule on which is the controlling umpire, but generally it would be the umpire close to the ball, yeah? You would have thought so, yeah. Uh, the umpire on the mark doesn't say shit until um, Higgins has already started his run-up. Then he calls play on and while uh, Stringer's one step away from him. And <laughs> to be fair, Stringer was pretty kind. He could have fucking he could killed, have killed him. him. yeah. But uh, he sort of tackled and went to his knees rather than just speared. You almost um, start laughing before you tackle him in that situation. <laughs> like, hey, like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> and look, I'll, be, I'll be honest, I've, I've done a few of those. Yep. I, they were some of my favourites. Yeah. <laughs> but um, look, in all honesty, it's probably the best result for North because they, they can show something. Uh, they can still drop down to second draft pick. And uh, they can find someone else to blame for the loss. So Brad <laughs> Scott's loving life. This is perfect for him. Um, I d- did 
notice that Majak, is that his first game for the year or certainly his first game for a long time? Um, I think it is his first year. Again, I was surprised that they went for him in front of Proust, but he, he must really have something against Proust. Yeah. Anyway. I think um, I think they're already tanking. Um, <laughs> the other thing, too, I noticed, Goldstein, nowhere near the leap that yeah. uh, you expect. Magic Door has a decent leap, don't get me wrong, but he was at least a foot and a half taller in the leap than uh, Goldstein was. So I think Goldstein's ankle's still fucked. Uh, and even just before the match, there was talks of, of him spinal not soreness. So spinal soreness, Jesus yep. Christ! Fucking hell! So look, I I honestly don't know what they're trying to do, but it's not uh, it's not win at all costs. <laughs> Sounds like a Tito Ortiz injury. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I honestly don't know why they're not resting Goldie. Maybe they're trying to move him on. I don't know. Well, even though I boycotted that game on principle, um, and it turned out all right, um, it wasn't a bad decision because I got to watch West Coast versus Melbourne instead. What a fantastic finish! And I, I think that. All um, what we call them impartials watching this game. Yeah. We're on Melbourne a oh, little definitely. bit um, towards the end. Uh, when you kick in the winning <laughs> goal, um, Tom McDonald's he's fifth for the yeah. day as well. Yeah, to just throw it up there and my boot will Made find a it. meal of it. <laughs> Plus, gave like a don't argue, it didn't work. Fuck it, still rolling with it. Yep. <laughs> just turn my back, throw it on the boot, and see how we go. I look like opposite hand to the boot. Yep. Good enough. If it goes through the middle, muggle. it does not matter. Yeah, I think he knows if Gary Rowan can cap- is capable of it, then he's surely got yeah. a good chance. What a goal. Uh, mm. It deserves goal of the week, just yeah. f- uh, just for that. <laughs> just on pure, how the fuck did you do that? Yeah. Was it um, Oliver that's in for facial reconstructive well, surgery? Th- this was <laughs> the biggest talking point of the round, yeah. uh, I think, was the, the flop from Oliver. That, Will Schofield, got reported and suspended for at least one match for. Who got, who got reported and suspended? Will Schofield. For that hit? Yep. Are you serious? Yep. Wow. Two down to one. How did that come out? How? Well, how? If you view it from a certain angle in slow-mo, he does touch the chin. And the chin moves. Right. Um, now, so he did get him on the chin. He did elbow him, oh, okay. got him high. I don't think he got shot from the grassy nail like Clayton Oliver. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and there's, I love that all the people go out there defending him like, oh, you don't know what it's like you hit by the chin. I think everybody's been yeah, hit by the chin, yeah, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing um, AFL footy, you'll get hit by the chin yeah. eight times a game. I think, yeah. you know, in peak hour traffic, uh, peak hour on the trains, rather, yeah. you get hit on the chin. Yeah. I've never collapsed to the ground. I have once, and it was it was blue on blue fire, literally, because we were both uh, played for the blue team. I remember <laughs> going for a ball, and I had the right of way. I was going towards goal. Not, other guy tried to get possession. We clashed heads. Both got knocked out. He goes, he goes off. I got sent to center half back. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, man? I can hardly stand up. Nah, he was like the more important player. But yeah. that's a head clash. Yeah. I mean, that's like what Joel Sell would happen. But yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he dived, but he certainly made the most of it. Yeah. Oh, no, he dived. Yeah. It was a huge <laughs> dive. Huge dive. Look, did it uh, touch his chin? Yeah. But uh, how, fucking balls. how you can be touched yeah. on the left side of your chin... And fall to the left. So you're saying well, grassy knoll conspiracy ba- back into the left. Second second shooter. <laughs> yeah. You reckon there was a second elbow? Um, and look, I what I think elbow. what I think happened. Um, Buddy Franklin uh, the week before managed to focus his key enough to put Alex Rance on his ass by barely touching him. I think he was watching this game, sent his energy through the TV channel, and just knocked Oliver. He knows I'm going to play on him later. Fuck him. So you're saying Buddy deserves a week as well? <laughs> I think he does. I think for his... Uh, you know they're not playing his... North this week. Oh, fuck him then. <laughs> <laughs> Delayed suspension. 
Uh, that was a fiery game, though, um, with uh, plenty of uh, hard stuff around the ball. And Jack Viney was uh, the focus for the camera crew. And, well, every time he got hit, he'd go off. And, no, I'm right. Fuck this. I'm back out there. Keeps well, going. Yep. Every week Melbourne's doing this. They've decided to make unsociable football their hallmark. And it's working for them. It, it is. I mean, this is a great win. West Coast over there. Yeah. Um, and I've seen a few people, as you mentioned, like they're a very good chance to play finals now. Um, yeah. Better than even money, probably. Uh, and a few people have said, you know what, they've got the uh, the list that can go all the way. Might be a little premature on that one, but uh, Look, anyway. Honestly, yeah. there's probably 10 teams with a list that could go all the way. Yeah. Number one still GWS. Their list has more depth than anyone yeah, else. Of course it does. And but, I feel um, it's, it's not about the top tier one players, it's about the tier two players filling yeah, out that mm. squad. Well, there's still a bit more from Jaden Hunt, who I thought has shown his promise. He's done all right, but I mean, Frost down back was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and and lo- a lot of run from him as well. He just takes it on. Yeah. It's working for him. And at no stage did you allow Drew Petrie to kick four goals, ever. <laughs> well, well yeah. how about that? Like, geez, he could put his hand up for best on ground. Yeah. Four goals straight, 19 possessions, mm. and uh, eight marks, three tackles. I can say, and they were good marks. Yep. Uh, yeah. The majority of them. There was obviously a few loose, but it, some of them were, you know, full pace um, in traffic. Yeah, he had, a, he had a great game. I remember hearing a while back he actually owned the record for most contested marks in a game. Yeah, um, he did it granted, stage, it was yeah. about four years back, but uh, he's always been a decent mark. He's been a fairly ordinary kick for a fair while, but yeah, uh, this is his, his best game for West Coast, easy, and probably yeah. the best game of the last four years. Go close, go close. Um, I was, you know, from my point of view too, it was good to see that the ball ended up in Jordan Lewis's hand when the siren was sounded. But yeah. anyway, um. Uh, it was a great win by Melbourne. Uh, they had a big win in the uh, VFL as well, the Casey Scorpions. Knocked, no, off, really. knocked off the undefeated um, Box Hill Hawks. Um, who's their, their big draft pick? Uh, it's not um, Wiedering. I think it's Wiedemann. Wiedemann, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he had a great game. Yep. Kicked, yeah. I think, five in the first half. Really? Actually, Salem yeah. was pretty good too, but now he's out. He's gone. Yeah, yeah. which is... Uh, Done his hammy. He, he's a funny one. He was a liability last week. Um, and this match, he was brilliant. Turned around. They yeah, need those, those guys to come around, yeah. Um, On to the Sunday, and the Heartstoppers kept going. Uh, Fremantle threw one away against the Cats. Um, It was interesting, the narrative for this game, uh, because Geelong lost um, Joel Selwood very early. And he's been a good few years since he's had a concussion, but I do remember he used to have them every sort of three weeks. Yeah, yep. So he's had a few. The way he plays, it's kind of... Yeah. Not expected. Inevitability. Yeah. Um, so he might, I reckon he might miss a week. Um, <laughs> I hope I hope so, just for the sake that he's had that many knocks to the head that it yeah. cannot be good, the accumulation of all these different cuts. And when you look at like, um, well, I've checked the research myself, but all those in the yeah, know have yeah, said yeah. that it's actually very, very fragile how easy it is for your your um, brain to have those, I believe they call them like micro concussions, where yeah. it's just your, literally Seizures. your brain sloshing around inside, it's fluid inside your head. And um, just those little things like they say the boxing sparring is the worst thing for you, not yep. actual fighting, because there's constant just little knocks. Knock, knock, yeah. knock, knock. And you're not afraid of it, you've got a helmet on, so you're not really scared of having those little knocks. But it's literally, it's your brain, brain is sloshing around your head that creates all that damage and creates uh, uh, dark spots in your brain. Yeah. So you hope you have some time off. And really, I mean, you need, you need months off to recover from that shit. Yeah. He definitely needs a, a week off, I think. Um, you know, not that I'm a doctor or yeah. examiner at all, I just watch it on TV. Yep. That's good enough for me. Yeah, I've watched. Uh, Doctor show, so I'm pretty sure that he should take. Well, I've listened to Doc Reed; he gets everything wrong. So I feel you know. <laughs> I've heard of chance. Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> now, Frio. I mean, they should have run away with this, really. And the commentary was following it all the way. That you know, um, cats were down. To, you know, they lost Darcy Lang as well. And I think somebody else um, got injured. Yeah. So they were down to one or two on the bench um, by the end of it. Um, so twenty less um, interchanges. 
Yep. Uh, or 25 less than, than Frio. But Frio, just right at the end, they let them back in and they ran out of puff, which yeah. is amazing considering they had everything going for them. I mean, it's a five. It's either that or they really showed their determination for draft picks. Yeah. Well, no five, no Sandalands uh, going into the game. Yeah. Which, Although the, um, oh, the Ruckman, what's his name? Darcy, I think. He had a brilliant one. Yeah, you're right. He, he battled. For a uh, first game, huh? For a first game, exactly. Uh, I think he had, had 40 hitouts. 40, about that. Yeah. Um, which was... Uh, yeah, 40 flat. Uh, brilliant debut. Yeah, yeah, more than you can ask for for him. Uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. But Zach Tui stepped up in um, Selwood's absence. Yeah, uh, picked up one. 20, I think it's 28 or 30 odd possessions or something, but 20 kicks. So, yeah, Geelong's still got that depth there that doesn't really matter. If one or two of them go down, they can still pull through. And when it counted, Dangerfield just went, oh, yeah. nah, this is yep. not happening. Yeah, mm. which I mean, it's just been his trait for yeah. his whole career. Good, good luck catching him. Good to see Ballantyne back as well to his uh, irritating best. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, he, oh, every team's got their little shit. Uh, I think he's a little shit of about seven teams. Yeah, especially Geelong. Geelong have always had a, a long history of um, hating on Ballantyne. Yeah, <laughs> still remember when um, Scarlett just whacked him across the face once. Yeah, you see, he's like, oh fuck it, I'm going to do weeks for that. Oh, well. <laughs> like, Make it worth it. Well, Scarlett is known as being a cunt, so. He was indeed. Um, now, Walters, though, I thought had a great game. But he's missed the pot shot from 25 out dead in front. Yep. He's going to have a long time to think about it. That is a tough thing to recover from. Um, I mean, if... In a game this close, yeah. If Travis Cloak couldn't come back from the Ips, then yeah. uh, Walters might struggle as well. I mean, yeah, had a great game. Yeah. Yep. And should have sealed it. Should have sealed it. And that could be like the season-turning sort of personal moment that yeah. really changes you know how you go for the rest of the year well speaking of cloak he's taken some time off for um mental health issues apparently a good yeah. idea yeah we might have seen the last of him yep maybe well he's still contracted for next year yeah but is he getting in the side uh, well he was in the side he's a depth player yeah a little bit but i mean now that red path's back if i were at the bulldogs i'd, I'd pick red path yep. of him. yeah on age i know it's a bit shitty but yeah, just I, on age alone. I, I actually quite like Cloak. I think he's uh, when he's on, he's a fantastic player, and he's one of the few with that yeah. long bomb kick. Yeah, I, I like him because I feel so the big caveat there. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. I like and, him because I felt so fucking sorry for him now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel terrible for him. Well, I do like him a lot more since leaving Collingwood. Yeah. Um, but I, that's going to happen. I, I like the full forwards that have that long bomb kick, and yeah. he's probably one of the few left. Yep. And he tries so hard, and he tries everything. Even putting that that shit on his shirt. Yeah, always. Tried the gloves. Tried. He's trying everything. Know, that's something work. that used to annoy me about it was the uh, the resin. Yeah, that oh. goop. Um, because he go mm. right in the middle of his uh, Guernsey when he was at Collingwood. It was yeah. always on the white stripe. Yeah, like, mate, let's just make it look dirty. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he sneezed. Put, put it on the black stripe. Your mum's gonna have to wash that. <laughs> it just it just doesn't look professional. Yeah. But most of his shit's in between his head. Oh, of course yeah. it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, the doctors <laughs> shouldn't have let him back in, and then should have kicked that goal. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty much yeah, the crux of it. But I mean, this means that Geelong's just about a shorter top four finish now. Yeah, um, and they're going to be hard to beat come to September. No, see, I still don't rate them as a, a premiership chance. Uh, it's, they're going to be hard to get, if you're going to win the premiership, you're going to have to go through. Them. Yeah, 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 put it that way. Yeah, um, I, I just think they're in the same boat as Adelaide. That when it comes time for finals, the uh, extra physical pressure, I think, will expose them. But hey, Good. I'm uh, I'm not going to put uh, money on any team to win the flag at the moment because there's about fourteen of them. Well, that I mean, pop up. the Maybe good thing broke. about the good thing about the grand final is there's got to be at least two teams that make it through. Yep. Because so, at the moment, any team could fall over. Yep, that's uh, for sure. All right, on to their TIGs. Um, for all money, it looked like they were going to just do what Richmond does and let Carlton go over the top. Absolutely. They were spraying kicks left, right and centre at one stage. Uh, uh, I was lucky Carlton played shit too. Yeah. Really. They did help you out. Although, Cruiser, 
he has had a blinder oh, he's of been a month. Killing it. Yeah. Killing it. Um I think on the back of that too, Nank has had a bad month mm, yeah. um, after being so good um, for so long uh, during the year. Then he got that little suspension yeah. and he's come back and he's just, I, I don't know if he's run into better opposition. Um, he might be carrying a nickel too. I think people's paid attention to him now. Like might be one of those things that you have to actually consider in a game plan against the Tigers. Yeah, Ruckman are always injured. Yeah, and I mean, he's, he's not the most naturally talented ruckman. He's just filled in a lot of roles around yep. the ground as opposed to in the actual ruck. He, yeah, his hands, he's, he's had great hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's still lots of liabilities. Um, yeah, Caddy's still not sure about. Have lots of mistakes that were really costly. Just, doesn't he? Like he gets himself in such good positions. Yeah. Um, and gets the ball in dangerous positions, and yeah. then just overcooks it. Yeah, maybe he's used to having much more talent of people around him or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, he really struggled. No, I don't think, I don't think that's it. I think Caddy's just uh, he's he's trying to be Ablett yeah. when he's not. I feel like Presti really hit, was really hit his straps in the last three or four weeks as well. Yeah. He started to actually find what his slot in that team is. And it's not having to be that out-and-out ball winner as that connective player that really opens up the, the, the freedom of us to run. He doesn't have to be in and under all the time. Uh, I feel like him and Koch have figured out their, their little dance around each other. Well, I think Presti is sort of the barometer of the side, really. Because uh, when he's on, Richmond look a million bucks. Well, he's taken over Lids' number. So. Yeah, mm. this is true. So I feel like yeah, I was I was really sceptical. When the Tigers, uh, I think it were like 6-11 or something yeah. like that, and they 5-6, you're like, all right, I can see how we're losing this game. Yeah. I can see where it's going. I'm just lucky that Carlton didn't actually turn on turn up for a quarter, really. They didn't yeah. really do a whole lot. And um, they're, they're lucky to be in the game because Richmond didn't put their foot down. Um, I feel like uh, Carlton's just... Bit of waste opportunity, especially when going inside 50. I felt yep. that waste in the second half, whereas in the first half they weren't too bad. But um, yeah, I think the Tigers are lucky to get away with this one. I think it just ran out of gas, to be honest. I Although, that. Carlton are a very young side and looks promising. But yeah. well, this isn't their season. They, they were one down on the bench. Um, yep. Because Basha Hawley... Basha Hawley's had a great... He, he's turned his career around, I thought. Yes, he, yeah. He's really had a great... It's in uh, this game as well, but besides it's obvious. He played a great game. Yeah. Um, but he's not going to be there for the next month. Nope, he's done. I've <laughs> never seen somebody knocked out with a, a backhanded fist like that. Yeah, the last one was like Matt Serra. <laughs> yeah, it's a spinning... It's a Shawnee Carter. Yeah. A spinning yep. back fist, just about. <laughs> yep. Um, it's, it's... He is unlucky, yep. which is... A, a weird thing to say when he's knocked out Jed Lamb yeah. and knocked him out cold. Have they yeah. they put down the penalty yet? No, it's uh, it's high and intentional, so it goes straight to the tribunal. Ooh, intentional? Yeah. Was, well, yeah. He, he meant to swing that fist. Yeah. You can say all you like, well, I didn't mean to hit him in the face. Like, you meant to swing your fist, you yep. meant to hit him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you meant to hit him in his arm or in his leg, you got him in the chin and you knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, like you're done. There's little defense to it. And yeah. it was kind of lucky that it was kind of behind play and no one saw it, so it wasn't a huge fight afterwards. Because if someone had saw what actually happened, then uh, it would have been on for young and old, surely. Actually, that was hilarious too, because he got the you know the, the boost from the crowd, which you'd expect, because it would have been shown on the uh, replay screen yeah. uh, half a million times. Um, and Luke Hodge was doing special comments. They yep. said, uh, so Hodge, when something like that happens, the, the boos, do they last a week or two or just the one team? He goes, nah, pretty much the rest of your career. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the right bloke. Yep. <laughs> well, special comments, expert commentary there. <laughs> so he's, yep. he's had a good weekend. <laughs> no, he's, he's listened to the boos from West Coast for Tyre Vickery, so <laughs> yeah. he knows. Yeah, every team's got them. So I, I got a feeling that Bash is going to get booed by Carlton fans for a while to come. Well, let's be honest, the whole Richmond squad does, so yeah. Well, not... Usually when it's Richmond v Carlton, 
right. It's the Richmond fans doing the bullying. Yeah, yep. of the Richmond players. <laughs> we usually, yeah, we usually keep our own in in uh, in close close uh, proximity. We'll, uh, Richmond will boo the Richmond uh, players, and Carlton will boo the Carlton players because we're both yeah. shit. But I mean, not to give Basher the good bloke defence, but he's having a great run. It's mm. just unlucky that he caught him high. Yeah, look, he just has to buy one of our t-shirts. Rock it up uh, when he's got the. Um, the MRP, meeting. that's it. MRP certified good bloke. Yeah, and yep. it'll be two down to one. Check the website. Um, but uh, again, uh, Richmond did enough to get over the line, but they're going to have to find some something else um, now with, yeah. without him, without uh, his drive. One of the other things I thought was positive was Castagna turning around and um, having a very game in, in 50. And it wasn't so much he... I think he's realised that his set shot wasn't that great, so he started to play on. And he's either creating an opening for another player or he's kicking goals through the middle. So I thought that was a good little sort of advancement from last week for him. Uh, Levi took some big grabs again. Yeah. Um, yep. Sprayed only the one, I think. Um, from memory but uh, otherwise it wasn't too bad um, I'll tell you what who has been disappointing this year for the Tigers for me is uh, Shane Edwards yeah hasn't kicked on really yeah. has he I feel like he just hasn't had that confidence after those injuries that he's had yeah. he's never really come back and sort of figured out his place in the team and I feel like there's a lot more competition for his role in the team now as well which generally here was was like him Matty White and players like that we made one or two pacemen and that was it yeah. whereas now a game is a pace game we've got lots of young kids who are coming up challenging his position so he's definitely going to step it up if he wants to keep in that team um all right, we move on to the last game, Saints-Suns. Um, terrible time slot. Nobody was there to watch it. You guys haven't watched much of it? No. I mean, the, the focus here was it was going to be Gary Ablett's 300th. Um, yeah. Then he pulled out. Uh, the Saints did a great job making up their banner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Saints are the, the banner leaders this year. They, uh, what Danny McGidley has done for the league yeah. to bring you know the banners Smart up. Sorry. I mean, they've overtaken him, but it, it's he's like... Um, you know, he, he's the one that started. He got the ball all. rolling. Yeah. He's the Ilio Gracie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Banner writing. Now they've I got like Hicksons it. out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've done well. Um, and uh, Jack Billings. Um, yeah, looks like he's going to be an absolute superstar. He's had yep. another great one. And mm. it's, I mean, they've got lots of people who are, who have who are in contention for putting their hand up to be the next real Saint leader. Yeah, and he's the one that's sort of shone through at the moment. But they've still got plenty of contention. I mean, they still haven't got Goddard back for, I think he's out again for I think four he's done, or five actually. weeks. Done, yeah. I think he's done. Yeah, shit. So, yeah, maybe this is going to be Billings is going to put himself to the fore. McCartan, did he get um, knocked out this week or last week? He had another concussion. Oh, shit, really? Another one, yeah. Oh, Which means God. you just got to go, mate, you're done for the year. Yeah, you and have to. You've got to really look at what you're doing. Yep. You know, are you playing wrong or is it bad luck? Yeah. And do you need to find another career? Yeah, you need to get a degree and then figure out what you're doing. <laughs> figure out what else is going on. Um, but it means that uh, ga- you yeah, wait another week for Gaza. Yeah, which is pretty. Yeah, it means you can play. It's annoying because I would like to see Gaza at home instead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe do that intentionally. Or they just like Gaza to fuck north over again. <laughs> and he will. Um, all right, so let's do a quick look at round fifteen. Oh yeah, um, no, we'll update after this. Um, Friday night at the MCG, Melbourne versus Sydney. Decent game, I reckon. That'll be a cracker of a well, game. It's going to be a brilliant one. I honestly might attend this one because it looks like it'll be uh, great. Great match to watch. Like you've got uh, Gorn back in, and he looks in good form as well. He, he, he's a little bit rusty, but you know, good to see him back out there. Mm-hmm. The enthusiasm yep. was there, and certainly the energy. Yeah, we had that big punch in the last quarter that helped him get to get ahead. Massive, he's very so, smart. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's still not doing too bad. Can run out four quarters, and that's all you need from Ruckman. Yeah. I mean, he's probably the smartest Ruckman going around, which isn't saying a lot. Like you say it's, um, a, it's a well now that Will Minson's um, <laughs> resigned, uh, retired or forcibly retired. Um, Who's winning? It's a tough one to pick now. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of the different variables, like being a Friday night, obviously lots of eyes on there, MCG, it's dark, it's dewy. Um, Six-day break coming back from Perth. 
Yeah. And I think it's their third six-day break in a row for Melbourne. Mm. And can they absorb that? No, I feel like they're... The thing is, I think Melbourne are going to scrag it. Their, their physicality has been massive in the last few months, and I think it's going to continue. I don't know if uh, the Sydney Swans can stand up to that in the midfield. Like, not in terms of pure ability, their midfield's best. Yep. Um, yep. But in terms of sheer assholery, oh, I, I, I think they're ahead. So, so Melbourne got uh, bigger assholes, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, I would say Melbourne are bigger pricks. <laughs> Melbourne's um, got to buy an asshole. They're bigger assholes, now they got bigger pricks too. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Sometimes, what, are they, what are they drinking down there? Oh, in the <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I reckon Sydney are just on a roll. I think they've um, got a sniff of finals now and they're, just, they're not going to stop. Um, they'll, uh, they'll run over Dees. I think the emotion of last week will get to Dees. Yeah, I'm in a tough, tough position. I'm thinking... Melbourne haven't had many many Friday night games, have they? Not really no. had a big stage game, so I feel like maybe a little bit of. But I don't know if they're susceptible to stage for us. I think they have the D's in the close one. I reckon under under yeah. a goal for the D's. Oh, it'll be another brilliant match. Um, Bulldogs and West Coast at Etihad. Fuck knows. Yeah, like, really. Who's going to play? It, who's rocking up? West Coast away have been great or shit, and Bulldogs everywhere have been great or shit. So you know, yeah. It, so great or shit. This game could be great or shit. <laughs> could literally be anything. But uh, I'll go the Bulldogs just because it's in Melbourne. Yeah, I think the Bulldogs too. Um, especially Andy Had they play it so well. Um, if who's jo- on Petrie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's the silly thing. If Josh Kennedy's back, um, he was meant to be back last week. So if he wasn't back, he could come in this week. Petrie might be oh, yeah, he can't, unlucky, can't it? would yeah. happen. Like, it does suck that you kick four and you know put your hand up for almost four best on ground. Two, wasn't it? Yeah, four, four flat yeah. Uh, and get dropped. But hey, he's still getting paid. Yeah, and, yeah, he's not going to complain. Yeah, I think I think the Bulldogs get across the line. Um, I don't think it'll be a pretty game. I don't think either are playing real pretty footy at the no, moment. No, they're not. Um, Carlton and Adelaide at the MCG. Adelaide <laughs> have to bounce back, don't oh, they? There's no way Carlton should win this, so they will. Yeah, uh, I'm on Carlton for my ruffie. Uh, I think if Kerno smacks Sloan in the first <laughs> opening bounce, then they got a chance. If not, Adelaide. Um, oh, Weedering on Walker would be a good, good one. I don't think yeah. they'll go with it, but you will spend some time on him there. Um, the Suns versus North up there and Gary Ablett's th- 300th, maybe. Um, if Gary plays, I think they win by 10 goals. Yeah, I think the Suns got across the line. They've been playing good footy and it's not getting results because um, they're not good enough. Yeah. But I still think what they've been doing is yeah, right. I don't think they've had that many sort of missteps. It's just they're lacking a bit of talent at the moment. So uh, I kind of agree, yeah. I think the best version of North blast them off the park. The worst version could get smacked by 100 points. So somewhere in the, in the middle there. Yeah. Give us a lot. All right, uh, match of the round. You've got the Giants are hosting Geelong. Um, oh, shit. On, on my screen, it was Port versus Richmond. <laughs> What, match, oh, of the the round? match of the round? <laughs> well, it could still be. Um, although I'll give you a tip. I'm not tipping uh, Richmond in that one. Uh, Giants, I think without Selwood for the whole game, um, that means that they can focus all their energies on Dangerfield. Dangerfield. Yeah. Danger um, but having said that, their midfield is, is just too varied and too good. I, I think the Giants. I think the Giants are untaggable. Like yeah. They've got six midfielders you need to look out for. Yeah, I think the Giants get across the line. I think um, it could just be like, I don't know what what sort of blocks they work in in regards to their sort of effort. I think yeah. this could be one where Geelong say, we can just have a little nap on this one and re- rejuvenate, recharge, not send necessarily a, a full-strength team across the spotless. So not tanking, but you reckon just take the hit on this? Yeah, just take the hit. Um, yeah, come back for your next four matches and yeah, yeah reassess. I think Geelong do the same. I don't think they'll rush Josh Kelly back in. Um, no, of course not. 
I think they they know they're playing finals, so making finals isn't a goal for them anymore. It's winning. Yeah. Um, and Brenton's match of the round, Port hosting the Tigers. Um, I think Port might be uh, in for a good one here. But again, they're such variable sides. Both sides at their best will put on an absolute fucking great match and it could come down to the wire. At their worst, it'll be just terrible to watch. Uh, so I'm having a good match, but I still think Adelaide Oval, uh, it's too good and Port will have it. Well, I mean, obviously I'm tipping the Tigers, but if we can lose within 10 goals, then that's good. Yeah. If uh, Port are still looking for their first win against the top eight side, so yep. they'll be could looking be for this one. Could be it. Uh, Essendon are hosting Brisbane at Etihad Stadium. Nobody's going to watch that game. Essendon will win. I'm on Brisbane for this. Oh, all right. Throw um, your money away. Just because I... Because <laughs> it makes no sense. Just because I got four to one. Just because it's, <laughs> it's a stupid match that um, Brisbane should be completely outclassed travelling away against Essendon, which have been a pretty decent side of late. So Brisbane probably win because that's, that's that kind of fucking season. And uh, by the way, Ben, you were wrong by half. $7.50 they're paying. Oh, really? <laughs> Jesus. Um... Hawthorne and Collingwood at the MCG. Interesting game that one. Yeah, um, this is this is um, it's going to be very good for. I mean, it's going to be a throwback to to what we used to expect from a good game, which was uh, Hawks Collingwood MCG style clash. Um, yeah, I think this well, is going to be interestingly average. Uh, was it Langford that did the run with last week? No, it was uh, How How. That's. Uh, do you reckon he goes to Trelaw? Well, I mean, if he's done all right. One week, why wouldn't you try it again? No, keep yeah, going with it. Yeah, yep. Um, it, it, I think it's going to be a fascinating game. Hopefully, there's a big crowd there because it'd be interesting for we got seventy thousand. Yeah. To a thirteenth v sixteenth game. Yeah, but with Hawks coming off beating the number one team in the Crows, then I think you know there's no reason for them not to rock up for this yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. And Collingwood always there, so. Well, and you know, if Hawthorne supporters are thinking, look, it's not our year. Should I turn up on a, a cold um, Sunday sa- Sunday Arvo? This could be the the knife in Buckley's uh, back. So, look, if, if you are petty enough uh, after a nice premiership run and all that sort of thing to want to just bookend it with knowing that a you got Buckley sacked, <laughs> turn up. And look, I'm not judging. I'd probably turn up if I was a Hawthorne supporter. <laughs> I'd knife like, Buckley too. <laughs> yeah, I might turn up just to watch and <laughs> see if Buckley can get fucking sacked. On that, uh, Eddie did say in the uh, President's Lunch on Sunday that Bucks is coaching next year regardless. Right. Might not be his choice, uh, Eddie, yep. by the way, but anyway. But where is he coaching? Yeah, good question. Um, and finally, Frio are hosting the Saints at Domain Stadium. Saints don't travel very well. Um, so, I know part of me thinks that uh, Frio had their hearts broken last week, but if Fife and Sandlands play, mm. ooh, they, they could actually put on a, a bit of a hurting against the Saints. It's tough. But yeah, I no. Saints could go across there with no pressure at all. And I think the Saints, without any pressure, are not a, not a bad squad. But they, they play better. Saying that, I'm going for Freo. I think if Sandlands is there, he's going to manhandle motherfuckers. Yeah. It, it, it will get nasty. Um, and if Fife's back too, you know, he's, he's super player. Yeah. I, and, I don't think you can stop him. With those two plus the two hills running down the wings, mm. it's going to be hard to stop Freo. Yeah, no, I'm on Frio by at least seven goals. Um, all right, the last thing, we'll give a small update on the uh, the footy, the 1980 oh, yeah. uh, grand final footy. Um, no response from the club yet, but we have had a few little insights, so there might be some movement there. But nothing to report back yet, but we might be getting something. They least. might think we're full of shit or something, so it might take a little bit of well, uh, I, I, open line of questioning first. I mean, I'll put up all the photos. Did we tell uh, them the whole story about how we've got the names and how... 
Got an, apposi- an apposition? I did in an email, but uh, I, I wrote an email to the club with their uh, email address that was on the website. Yeah. And I haven't had a response in over a week. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they read it or this read it went, well, whatever, fuckers. Yeah. But uh, our mate... <laughs> I know there's someone reading this going, fucking Richmond fans, crazy cunts. <laughs> um, but uh, our mate Richie knows a few people and he's been doing some work for us. So. Oh, brick top. Um, you didn't have the word uh, microwave in there, did I, you? I, I might did, go immediately junk mail. All. all right, um, that'll do us for this week. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll hear from you again next week. Yeah, Hopefully it's as good as last weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Have a good one. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 